Mayonnaise for victory. Mayonnaise is a bit like the word moist. It contains a lot of icky feelings of repulsion for some folks and indeed contained a great lot of yuck not so long ago for me. Maybe because I had made too many salads and sandwiches working at delis or because I was afraid of the sauce in encumbering my stride while running or hiking. So how could I regress my taste to accept the condiment I had condemned for the better part of my life? The better part being the part where I did not eat mayonnaise to this part where my rules are so open to say, sure, I could use the calories if they came my way. I had an artistic residency made to think. For one, I was afraid to spend a month alone in Switzerland, and for the rest, once I realized how joyful the spaciousness I was inclined to, wished he would change the date so I could actually be alone. Luck would have it that I had to share a week with a truly incredible British artist wrestling with whether or not to continue painting the way he does incredibly well or not. This feisty fellow's wife happened to bear the same name as me and yet worked as a nurse and a mom, a far cry from my determination to support ways people would not need nursing or mothering for, but a sort of generative energy that would fulfill some kind of postmodernist ideology that probably has nothing to do with reality. And that's what Dean Melvin taught me, the foolishness of a low-fat diet. Why on earth would I pay more to have more of the nutritional qualities of food removed? By having the serving to a more substantial nutritional load, I could cut down on time cooking, time eating, and spend more time making art and hiking and reading. Brilliant. Thanks not only to Dean, but also to Nina and Pascal for giving us space at Angelo Trelay for a month. A glorious month, I never ate mayonnaise, but experimented with my gluten allergy a few times to realize, okay, I will have to find time to invent a croissant recipe that doesn't make me bloat like a pregnant goat. This month, I worked on art, developed teaching programs, did freelance writing, which seems like a mainstay, and hiked up mountains I knew nothing about, ran from mating foxes in the dark that I had presumed were wild humans hurting each other, and generally felt oddly at home despite knowing so little French. Our spirits are foreign to even the most introverted of us. I have vivid dreams. Things that pop in my head after going to bed with the question have been things like Anona. Le Beaumont Creatif, others, which I will save you from for now. But mayonnaise is something that both Dean and, okay, Kafka somehow had to open my tongue up to. 2019 until 2022, now I can eat the dastardly gross condiment with pleasure. I have to say it's the best with Scandinavian spice, and though it would be nice if Santa Maria paid me for saying so, they didn't. You know, what's so odd about today's mayonnaise eating and internet is not that rules are made for breaking, but rather the most accessible and honest conversations are missing because of things like projection, of jumping to conclusions, of saying one thing but doing another. So I suppose I'm a little scary. 
because I want to invite people to say things and learn and grow and change out of the oscillating patterns of yesterday. Mayonnaise is really not the point here if you're getting the fragrance of this batch of the cookie jar, but it's something a bit tangy, healthy in small doses, and that thing maybe change. Survivable, even if not palatable. A bit like the way some people who feel like money justifies some pretty mayonnaise behavior. Saturated whatever they be are still probably better best kept at a minimum for optimum health. Speaking of palatable, since when did community become the buzzword for tribalism? What happened to pluralism and moderate liberals? I know you're out there.